0: Hey, 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 what's up people? How you doing today? And today we'll be talking about the Nigerian work ethic. I thought it would be a nice dive to give you an insight of into what's happening in the country. Okay, so where does my credibility ri- lie? <laughs> where does my credibility lie to be able to speak on such a subject as the work ethics of Nigerians? How, do you, how can you trust me, basically? And it's simple. For the past year and a half or two years, I've spent time with a lot of masons, engineers, engineers, doctors, lawyers, and different professionals because we've done a lot of construction projects of recent and I've been a part of many. You check out one of my much earlier episodes on I Became a Nigerian Construction Worker for a Day and that was a much earlier episode like um, about eight months ago and listening to them, talking with them, hearing their perspectives of life and how hard work changes and perspectives change with time. I felt like this was an episode that we needed to share for those who live in Nigeria and those who live outside the country. Shout out. I, I've been checking out the stats on where my listeners are coming from. Shout out to United States. Shout out to New Zealand, Australia, UK, India. Where are you guys at? Pakistan. Hey, I, I have a lot of people all over. I'm, I'm missing some names now. I need, I'll go check out the list and um, give you a shout out from China. And where are you guys from? Ghana. Um, I have some in, in South America. Basically, we have people all over the world and every continent. I am very grateful for you're listening. So let's get into it. So the work ethic in Nigeria is quite simple. Quite simple. It's the the hardcore work ethic. It's nothing is going to happen for you unless you make it happen for yourself. And that is kind of true with the Nigerian value because nobody relies on the government for anything here because you, re- you provide your own water, your own food, your own security. There is no such thing as um, the pension system exists when you retire if you work in government, but reality is that they really make it hard to make, get your money. Some people try and steal the money, and they don't want you to get the money back um, for those who, uh, those who retire and stuff like that. For those who are still working, they have learned that they cannot really trust the government to provide all their needs. So each person works harder and harder to work on their own needs. And what I have found is that everyone is looking from multiple angles, hustling on different levels, hustling in different jobs and different occupations. You see a welder who has to diversify his, his work into a bit of farming sometimes, a little of painting, um, exterior decorations, that kind of thing. You see... Um, Amazing, mason, a bricklayer who has to learn how to fix doors, who who also becomes a supervisor for the work of others, who also becomes um, one who does fancy blocks, designs, and very creative processes too. And you see doctors actually diversifying themselves to actually do things like um, drying fish and selling like dried barbecued fish, popogari, that kind of stuff. Do you know what popogari is? Popogari, popogari. Bro, if you don't know what that is it's basically like a um, cassava into granules and compressed into like like crackers kind of thing so it's like a crackers called think of it like an African crackers a lot much different in texture but tastes amazing back to the episode okay let's go so um kpo kpo book in case you want to check it out so back to the episodes so what we find in the Nigerian work ethic is that Everyone is hustling at multiple angles. Everyone is working on themselves. And the most important aspect of the thought process of most Nigerians is connections. Unless you know somebody or know someone who knows somebody, you really do not get anywhere. So what people are working on doing is building their connection bank. Now, some people will get hopeless and they'll be like, oh, no, there are no connections. I don't I'm not really connected. And they give up. But that is where others have seen who are much more successful thrive they thrive in making connections and in people skills and it's true here that those who are really nice are the ones who get good, good contracts I mean sometimes I'm talking about the bribery and political spectrum up there we're talking about the regular day life because if you're easy to work with if you don't cheat people when you're making your quotations if you are honest with them if you are a man of your word if you come on time if you're a woman of your word if you're a tailor that does what what she says she's gonna do and delivers on time you get a bigger audience if you're a saxophonist who plays at events and comes on time and he delivers a solid gig you get more gigs if you are an event planner or a cake maker by the way cake um designers um what's the word for cake designers I'm not going to use cake designers until I think of a better word to use. But cake designers are like a hot cake. (laughs) You see what I did? They're the hot cake of Nigeria because there are a lot of events, a lot of weddings, a lot of um, birthdays. And these designers, they bake cakes and they actually do a lot of catering. Aha! Catering, yes. To get the events set up and everything. So if you're good at baking and you have some math skills, hey, hit me up. Maybe I could feature your work on my channel sometime. Um, Just let me know at ITSELBA. So things like that are commonplace. And what I have seen is that Nigerians are very resourceful. If they make shoes, they make them really well. If they make um, bags, um, if they sell in shops. By the way, what do you think is the biggest business in Nigeria? The one largest business in Nigeria? I don't have the official stats, but in in my observation over time, it's actually trading. Like, there are a lot more commerce shops in my city than I could ever imagine. Oh, my goodness. On every street corner, there's a shop owned. They're all entrepreneurs. This is crazy. A Nigerian is run by a lot of entrepreneurs. They don't think of themselves that way sometimes. But if you run your own shop, your own barber shop, your own tailoring shop, your own shoemaking shop, you're an entrepreneur. You work for yourself, and you have clients who come to you. That kind of thing. Now, you noticed I was very careful. I was extraordinarily careful not to dive into the the scamming sector of Nigeria yet the Yahoo boys of Nigeria yet that's a very delicate topic that I'm going to be addressing in future episodes like it's not one I really like to address but I feel like it's one I will have to address eventually so just gear up towards that particular one but the work ethic of Nigerians is exceptional and what I have seen from those who have been around is that, First of all, you have to open your eye. You have to shine your eye. As they say, yeah, your eye never tear. If your eye don't tear, hey, if, you, if you see what in the happen, let me translate. If your eye has torn, when they you say, when, when you say your eye is <laughs> your eye never tear. If you say your eye is torn, that means you see clearly. That means you are street wise. You understand all these things. So your eye don't tear means that, ah, this guy, he can catch all the schemes. If you are smart and your eye don't tear, that means you can be able to to supervise those who are trying in a way to cheat you. There are some people who are not honest. or Not everyone is honest, of course, but you need to be sharp as a supervisor. You need to be sharp as a client sometimes because some people try and take advantage of good good employers or good clients or good um, employees. You have to be able to stand up for your rights, know your rights, and you have to be able to supervise and watch what's happening at multiple times. And also the most important thing about being a Nigerian, worker in the Nigerian sector, that you have to be good to people. Young, Younger guys, younger girls, you have to learn courtesy, like, good day ma, hello sa, good morning sa, if they don't hear that word sa, and they don't hear that word ma, ah, you are in trouble, my guy, you guys learn how to use that word sa, they don't listen to your first name, like, there is no office, except they're internationally bred, there is no office you go to, and you walk up to your boss, and say, hey John, how you doing, oh, that does not work here, it's like, Mr. Ekemude, how are you doing? Mr. John, good day, sir. How are you? When they hear that, uh, yes, yeah, they swear. Uh, yes, yes, this one has sense. So it's a very co- culture of a lot of respect and a culture of a lot of, um, a lot of, fr- there's a lot of um, hierarchy and a lot of steer- la- steering ladders to get to particular things another episode so this is my rough view into the nigerian sector and how it runs this is a very rough sketch think about it like an artist making his, his first draft into a particular topic because people always ask me how is nigeria like how is nigeria like i just thought i should give you an insight into what the people are like and then we can spice it up with some curry and thyme and um what else do you use barbecue sauce barbecue spice chicken spice no maggi and uh-huh. ham that's how we do it that's how we run things yeah understand that okay so have a great day that's all for now and wait for some more spicy juicy episodes coming soon